All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Blacker Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. 
Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boo babies. It's the day. The girlfriends have started calling us boo-boo babies. Someone commented. I seen it in the <laughs> comments. I'm like, the boo-boo babies. <gasps> You guys are my boo-boo babies, and we are your boo-boo babies. Oh, Jesus freaking hey, boo-boos. How's it going? It's going well. How about you? How was your weekend? My weekend was hella busy. Mm-hmm. First of all, I be hating these drawn-out summers. The, the weather, the weather part in L.A., like October, the beginning, the beginning of October, sometimes damn near all of October, be hella hot. It's kind of like rolling the dice. You get a one random rainy day, a random rainy weekend, or it's fucking hotter than the devil's ass. Well, this weekend it was hotter than hotter than the devil's ass. Oh, I felt and it. I had two events. They were both outdoors, and the way my edges were looking. Yeah, when I pulled King up on Kuta, everybody wanted to take the. What? <laughs> when I pulled up on y'all at the second one, I'm like, we looked hot, huh? Yeah, hot and tired. I said they they've been working. We had started at night. Or Rashana was just sweating. We had started. I'm like, okay. She was like, she even said it. She was like, I'm sweaty. I'm like, it's okay, sister. Bring it in. <laughs> Bring the hug in. And you in that crop, that gray crop top. I'm like. I have to wear crops. Your hair wasn't even, your edges weren't even laid at that point, I don't no, think. No, because I had been there since nine. Yeah. And it was already, what, almost two? 140? When I pulled up. You stand in the heat for four hours. And oh, I know. Your edges look. I know. I just seen it. I, I was able to see it. It was like a visual picture of like, okay, it's hot as hell out here. I don't know how. I that mean, was I hot as hell personified. Choice, but shout out to slaves because. Wait, what? No, like. No, that not was a shout out. No. Ungodly. No. <laughs> no. I'm saying like the things that our ancestors had to go through because I, I had said on Sunday, I was like, how do people have functions in Louisiana? It's just natural to know. I know the same they're. Way we I know they've. A, but I barely degree. can handle it. It's humid. It's hot. But Shout out to our Louisiana listeners. They've been doing it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, bitch! I already feel you because on Saturday when I extended my little assistance, <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm hot. <laughs> it's hot outside. <laughs> I was baking, and you know, I keep my scarf on me. I'm like, okay, my scarf's not on. Oh, I have oil have on. on. You didn't even have your I didn't. On. I was just getting to it for our girl Kayla. I'm like, let's just execute. And it was hot. <laughs> let's just execute. We but love was, to say execute. We love an execution, honey. But it was hot. That's well, for sure. Well, both events were executed. It was very hot. But I was very tired. Yeah. Um. So I really don't feel like I had a weekend as far as like, you know, my regular weekend activities and had to get right back into work. Yeah. Today, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, ran down on the on the baby shower on a Saturday, slid through the drive up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, these drive ups, honey. <laughs> the drive ups. The drive ups are the new COVID celebration style. Yeah. We got to decide what we're keeping and what we're letting go. What do you mean? We got to decide if the drive ups are the drive ups are really is necessary. Well, I think people have started to transition to a regular. It depends on your comfortability level. Yeah. Me, I'll do a quaint function. Oh, honey. I'll do a quaint. For sure. I'll for Pull sure up. do quaint. Quaint will be more my thing. Pull up, hop out, air out. Um, But the drive ups have been flipped and tumbled now. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing them flipped and tumbled for sure. They've been flipped and tumbled. I mean, like everything, everything that we've done during the quarantine yeah. has been flipped and tumbled. We flipped and tumbled birthdays. We flipped and tumbled baby showers. We've been Zoom. Once I saw the Benny Hacha, the Benny Hacha. <laughs> oh, yeah, the tapping. The Benny. <laughs> the tapping. Um, the tapinaki. The tapping. The hibachi grill in someone's backyard. I'm like. Because, <sighs> you know, you can only do a Zoom baby shower so often or so much. Yeah. That ran its course after a couple People weeks. People stopped doing the Zooms and then they transitioned to the drive, drive-bys. And now we're kind of in the quaint stage. Drive up. Drive up and park will be my method. My ministry. Yeah. We done did Zoom, drive-by, now drive up. Hey, <laughs> drive up, park right here. And then sit down. Sit down. Hop out. Let's get it cracking. Because you know what? I've noticed people get out anyway. Like there's still an exchange. Because yes, people, it feels weird. Like especially if it's somebody that you gang gang with. Like I can't just drive by your house, stick a gift out the window window and keep going. So fuck it then. Let's just (laughs) hang out. Shit, let the exposure commence. I don't want to take it there, but I'm just saying, if you already coming out, you already breathing on me, you got your mask on, what the fuck else are we going to do? Just get out and hang out. Shit. Park your car. Throw the shit in park. Hey. People, this because you know what? Another thing that's happened is the fear of COVID, contracting COVID has kind of subsided. Not saying that people want to contract it. No. But the fear surrounding, when we first were introduced to COVID- I know it was scary, but the thing is, another thing is, like you said, the fear around contracting it has subsided because at this point we're living with it. So not to say that we're not fearful or that our lack of fear makes us irresponsible. Right. It's not that. It's just that at this point we have to live with the shit the same way you live with fucking chicken pox, the same way you live with the common cold, the same way you live with the flu. It is what it is, which is why I say, come on out, come on out with your mask. Come on out with your mask. Come on out. I hope you're. I hope you're clean. I hope you're clean. But like with anything else, how would it know if you had something we would just all be sick with the cold I know. You, you feel me like oh damn she was sick now i'm sick i know and i'm in prayers hopefully it doesn't go bad to go you know down bad bad but it doesn't go south it doesn't but anyway saturday drive through i mean drive up at that point i drove up and parked i was there you were a part of the help yeah 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 and then sunday i drove by i did a quick drive by and i still got out I'm like, girl, hold on. I'll be back. Watch my car. Exactly. So I know because I knew these people. Yeah. Um, And honestly, I probably wouldn't be going to somebody's drive up that I didn't know. Well, when I say no, there's different levels of knowing people. But I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I would be like, thank you for inviting me. I'll see you again. Something along those lines. But these people I do know intimately. Yeah. Um, And then uh, Sunday, I hung out with my baby and his family, his friends, his friends and family. Which was nice. Nothing like a family hangout. <laughs> Nothing like being with your nigga in a family. <laughs> <laughs> top tier experience, top, okay? Top tier, which is a great time. I love I love his- Top um, tier experience. His community and the people that he, he's in relationship with. 
They're very warm and welcoming and having drinks. I love a free family. I love a cursing family. I love a, you know, anytime that you can let some shit roll off the tongue casually. That's where I like to be because I might casually let something slip. Yeah, that's the thing. If I'm hanging out with someone's family, I don't like hanging out with families for the fuck of it. It needs to be a family that feels like my family. Mm -hmm. It needs to be a family where I feel like I can be myself. We were kind of having a conversation about this yesterday when um, one of the homegirls was talking about dating others outside of white. Let's just say it. White yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it's definitely different cultures, which we For know sure. when you're hanging out with the families, it can be hit or miss. It definitely can it be. It can be hit or miss and you don't know what you're going to get. And I'm like, me, I've never dated outside of my race. But if I did date outside of my race, that would be key because the the man can be BLM. But it's family a- <laughs> can be a whole nother story. And I really don't have time to be feeling like I have to change. I have yeah. to not be myself. I'm mm-hmm. feeling like clearly like an outsider. And yeah. she said that is a thing. Like you really be feeling out it sometimes. Yeah, I could totally see it. And I'm just like, you know what? Luckily, they're all BLM. They're cool. They're they're like me. I feel like <sighs> myself. Um, I knew that there was a common kinship when we were all singing um, Joe. When we were singing Joe, I want to know. I want to know. When that came on on the playlist and everybody was singing the ad libs, I said, we're one. We're one here. This exactly. is a good family vibe. So um, that was cool. We had a good time. And now he's off on road on a um, Southwest road trip. Oh, did trip. you tell him about the safety I did. I told him, but he ain't fearful. He living on the edge. He probably waiting for somebody to come (laughs) chasing behind him. Waiting for adversity. I was waiting on you at the dump. I heard that they were giving people hard times in these small cities. He lives on the edge. But they're just going to Utah and Arizona. Sedona or? Uh, I don't know exactly where in Arizona. Okay. But for sure, Utah. And doing some drive-thru. Has to stay. Have a couple Airbnbs. And then bringing his ass back. Cool. Thank God, I was praying. I'm like, Lord, bring I want to go on a road me. trip like that once. I think that like we would be good because where multiple stops happen. I think like, we would be good because now I know that I can drive in the daytime. Well, when did you didn't think you could? Like, I don't think I didn't think that I was like equipped to drive long distances. That is not a vibe, you know. Like, I'm not a good long distance driver. Okay. But now I feel like I am. After I drove three or four hours, I'm like, I could do this. The thing is, it will have to be in the daytime because I've never done a night drive. Like, I feel like I've driven to the bay once mm-hmm. like, at, night? at night, but it's not something that I would frequently sign up for because a bitch like me, uh, we would have to do. Rest. We would have to do a checkout and then drive for the next place and then check into the next place, like in the daytime. Exactly. Because I, I too cannot do. Um, yeah, Germany can't do a Palm Springs to LA. She'll be asleep. Like I'm up. I'm up. I'm yeah, up. Yeah. You got night. it. You got it. Then the next thing you know, she'll be like, I'm gonna pull my seat back for a little bit. <laughs> like no, pull your motherfucking seat up. <laughs> pull it up. I'm like, I'm just gonna. Re- I'm gonna take a quick nap. Okay. I'm gonna take a quick nap. It's because I can sleep anywhere and I like to sleep. I, j- I fell asleep yesterday at their house. Now, you know, that is just sick. I'm like, ooh, I fell asleep. That's not sick. I don't really want to be just falling asleep out in the public on a random Sunday evening. Well. I was like, oh, we were both sleeping on the couch together. I'm like, babe, where are they going to sleep? <laughs> I'm like, we need to go home if we go. Yeah, be at sleep. that point, if you're sleepy, take your ass home. Stay home. Yeah, but I had had hella margaritas and. Okay, well, I'm glad y'all got home safe. We did. No, no, no. And he was fine. He only had two shots and then we were good to go. Good to go. Cool. So yeah, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with a we. Welcome back. This is the part of our show where we live. Li- 
where we usually will dish a little bit of tea mm -hmm. on hot topics, things that are going on. Um, sometimes we dish tea about ourselves, but not usually. <laughs> usually we do that on, on uh, Catch Patreon. Catch us over on Patreon. So what's good? So Donald Trump has COVID. Thank God. He's recovering, though. So quickly. Like, how it long was has fake. he had COVID? Four days. I think it was like, what? But people were saying that they think that he had been had it. I don't think so. So he had some little press conference today at the White House because they let him out of the house. He checked out of the hospital. He had a press conference. And as soon as he got to the White House, he, he took, took his, his mask off. off. I'm like, buddy, it, this is why I don't believe it's real. Why? I just think this is a way of like, this is the October surprise. This is his way of um, diverting any attention about his fucking sinking campaign to his health. Nobody wants to talk ill of a person who has COVID. We've all been so scared of and afraid of COVID. COVID for the last six, seven months, it's like, oh, shit, you know? The people who are really taking this seriously are like, we don't want him to die. I mean, it's a possibility that he does have COVID, though. Like, I don't believe it. I just he, the way he was breathing. And he, I mean, maybe he does. And you know what else? He was like, the White House under my administration has been coming up with some great vaccines. This is great, great stuff under. But the vaccine is not what has made what is causing you to feel great. No, I know. But he wants to push the narrative. I know that, the narrative that he can put push with yes. this. But. It's sick. You know what? I just don't believe him. He's a dirty little liar. I don't believe him about most things. He didn't even, he wasn't honest about COVID. I mean, COVID. he is a liar. He wasn't honest about the severity of COVID when it hit. So why am I believing you that COVID started? And then he's like, American people don't let COVID make you scared. Don't let this cripple you. It's not that bad and all this. I'm like, brother. The thing is, most of, well, the majority of the American people like we stated earlier in this episode, are no longer being crippled by the fear of COVID. But yeah, we're throwing parties. There are still people that are dying. Oh, yeah. Not to say that they aren't. And that have been affected by COVID, maybe not health wise, but the coin has been affected. Yeah. So where is our goddamn second stimulus? I don't think that's coming. I know the Dems propose a, a they've been going back and forth. I don't think it's coming. I really, honestly, truly I don't. I thought the House approved the package. They just need to figure out what's going to be what. We'll see. I mean, I'm not, I won't be denying my account will be open for another stimmy. <laughs> I'm not saying that it won't. I'm not saying that it won't, but I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. So Donald Trump has COVID. That debate, though. Sick with it. It was a sick, hot mess in, like, first of all, the moderator has to do better. The moderator was not doing a good job of moderating that debate. Donald Trump is so childish. Like the interruptions stick to the policies. We need that to your be, team we, agreed to. We need to be focused on the policies. Talking about Joe Biden's sons, family, that's motherfucking irrelevant. Let's stick to the, the meat and potatoes, the policies. And poor people who if you were really on the fence, which how are you on the fence at this point about who to fence. I know, but like how? I just don't understand that. But in the event that you were on the fence, it sucks that you're listening to and tapping in with the presidential debates to figure out where each candidate stands and how you want to vote based on their stance. And you don't even get the information that you need. Because we don't. It's just a fucking shit show. It's a shit show, exactly. Like, damn, where's the democracy here? Where's the decency here? Where's the couth? Can we at least have a little decency that, and order? Those debates were a clear representation of 2020 for me. I'm and like, this Donald shit Trump is a hot really ass mess. Down. Yeah, he's just 
pathetic. How he really gets down. He's really pathetic. And I just was staring at the TV like, this is who you guys are rallying behind. Trump 2020, keep America great. Or make America great again. Whatever the fuck they be saying. Prayers for you bitches. <laughs> it's stupid. So yeah. that happened. Um, but on a, So this Wednesday, I believe we have Kamala and Pence. Mm. Go Kamala. Skiwi. Dead. Hopefully she tears him a new house. Hopefully. She's pretty strong with the debating. She's pretty good. She's a strong speaker. That's her strong suit. So not really worried there. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but anyway, on a lighter note, mm-hmm. the Savage X Fenty fashion show. Give me the tea. What's good? What happened? I didn't get a chance phenomenal. to see it. Phenomenal. It was so phenomenal. So are they still buying it to- back? Yes, on Amazon. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah, yeah just yeah. log in. Oh. So, uh, I don't even know if I watched the whole Volume One fashion show to keep it two versions with you. I didn't see it, but Volume Two was out, and I didn't have shit else to do, so I watched it. This slick walk. No. Oh. You know she's kind of ill. Oh yeah, she's dealing with the cancer. Yeah, but anyway, she had the baby. Uh, uh, what a year. What a difference a year makes. She had the baby at the fashion show last year. She went she into labor. Pregnant, huh? she, she went into labor as soon. Right? She was already she was in labor as she was walking and when she got off her contractions got stronger and they took her to the hospital. She was in labor? She was. And then she was like, I can't wait to tell she took pictures. She was like, I can't wait to tell my son how strong I was that he was like coming how strong women are that she was having contractions girl. actively in labor and she was walking down that catwalk, girl. So this fashion show Slick wasn't in it, but there were some great people in it. First of all, Big Sean. Mm, talk about it. I just know the Lord has a nigga for me that <laughs> <laughs> that is similar to that man. Mm-hmm. Because if you can have those neckies, those necky French braids and still be fine, he looks so good. And his little dick print was showing. <laughs> his little dick print was showing in the... Um, what was it, boxer briefs? Mm. It, well, it was a whole set. Like Wait, was, what? Like a, a romper? A no, 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 romp them. It was like the boxer brief yes. and then like the silk pant oh. and like a silk top that he had unbuttoned. Body oh. was together. Yes. <laughs> like he looks good as fuck. Yeah. So he was in it. Um, Willow. Lizzo. Lizzo. Lizzo did. And she had a lot of dancers too. Like the dancers were showing the. Um, the collection. I'm pulling off all my lashes. The dancers were showing the, the collection. Collection, yeah. Uh. Who else was in it? Christian. Christian Combs. Yeah. Is that it? Cara, Div- Cara Divine or something. I don't know. Was anyway, Winnie in it? No, Winnie. Oh. Um, But she showed a lot of like natural. All the bodies were natural. Yes. Varying sizes. The music was beautiful. Again, the choreography. The Miguel piece. was there. Miguel, not, Miguel was performing. Nazanin was walk. walking. Yeah. She danced on him. DJ Mustard performed with yeah. LMA. Yes. Roddy Rich. Yes. Travis Scott and ASAP Rocky performed. I love a natural body. I love a the, natural the body. The display of natural bodies was beautiful because honestly... When you're looking on social media, these bodies are constructed. Yeah, we don't see and enough natural. we don't see natural. natural bodies. Yeah. And it's fucking disappointing. Yeah. So, Rihanna really did her shit. Victoria Secret Fashion Show, who? Victoria Secret And I'm like, never. you know what? I need to get a subscription because I need some of those pieces. 
I had a little subscription for one month. I got a couple pieces in it. I said, Did you wear the piece yet? Goodbye. I haven't. This bitch is going to whip that out on her wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little number that You're I was supposed whip to whip it out on her wedding night. <laughs> Not on the wedding. I need new pieces on the wedding night. Something that's white that says, Take me like a virgin. That says virgin. This is virgin esque. Even though. Virginiana. But um, no, I had a little Savage by Fenty X piece that I was supposed to wear when? Oh, when we I went, went to Joshua, Joshua Tree a couple months back. But I told y'all on Patreon, it. my period came. That was another thing. Remember my period came, which was... But it was up. a false alarm. So it you was. really could have still put on the piece. She wasn't ready. I wasn't, but I'm going to whip it out. She wasn't ready. I'm going to whip it out. We're going somewhere for his birthday, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, you're bringing it there? Ooh, bitch, don't come back pregnant. <laughs> hey, don't wish that evil on me. <laughs> I said don't. No, 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 I won't. Um, no, we're, we're yeah. or I might take it to Colombiano. I need to get a subscription to the Savage X Fenty. You should stock up on some shit and get some pieces because I saw a lot of cute shit that I could use in my arsenal. Yes, it's nothing like having a few pieces. So, a and the big like me, I need that. I need to be like confident in it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta flex the muscle. Nah, I can't just hop into it like this is my first time here in the piece. And that's how I was feeling in Joshua Tree. Like my first, my first time here in the piece. I want to break it in, feel confident. So yeah, we're yeah. flexing that muscle. We're flexing it because when your boo boo baby comes up, uh, shows up in a couple months. Yeah, you need to be ready. Okay, I need to have my pieces ready. You'll have them ready. So anyway, yeah. Uh, there was really no other tea. Megan had a powerful performance. <laughs> um snl snl although i didn't understand combining the uh, protect the black women with because she don't have no other songs i did i know i didn't like it's them. not like okay we know the type of music that megan makes so it's not like she could unless she would have came up with a whole impromptu song. freestyle like protect black women i'm dot 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 she intertwined it with i know but it was just catalog. a little crazy it was a little crazy i i appreciate the approach and the the attempt exactly but it was just a little i feel you she was like protect the black women because we are nothing without you do 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 savage i'm like okay that was a quick switch classy bougie ratchet so yeah that was really the tea for this week okay i ain't really seen nothing else popping off what else on the internet um what else is the review of the week and you know what this is the ratings and reviews when you all rate and review this podcast, it helps our podcast gain more notoriety, more visibility. Okay, so if you like it, there's it's likely that someone else will like it. This is your way of leaving your Yelp review. And because the girls are five-star chicks, we only want five-star reviews. That's all. If you don't got that, just get out of here. Just keep moving. Just, just stop it and go to the next pod. Find something that speaks to you that talks like this. We're going to work on healing today. Yeah. But this probably ain't for you. And it's okay if it isn't. That's it. So to show our appreciation, Brittany's going to review the review. It's another wild card because I keep forgetting about this part. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Miss tuned in. Come on. Amazing is an understatement. Mm -hmm. Hey, big sisters. I just want to thank you for the wonderful weekly content. I've been listening for about a year now. And hear me when I say I learned something beneficial and relatable in literally every episode. When I subscribed to Patreon, I knew I was hooked. LOL. Now I look forward to my weekly time with my sisters. So just know you're appreciated. Love y'all. Thank you for giving us our flowers. Love and you. And you are appreciated. Yes. 
Lady Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Tupac? You, yeah. Yeah. You are appreciated. You, you are appreciated. Thank you, Miss Tuned In. We appreciate you, although you've been here for a year. You, you, you we don't your take review it for still counts. Mm-hmm. And I know there's mommies who have probably been here for four years. And still ain't here their part. Right. Where so are you? Now's your time. We're calling you to the front. <sighs> another way you can Ties support. Ties and off- offering. Another way to support our podcast is by joining us over on Patreon, like Miss Tuned In mentioned in her review. Mm-hmm. Patreon is an exclusive community that we um, basically use to give you extra goodies, more bonus content in exchange for a little coin. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Join us there. Join us over there if you want other tea, more tea, extra tea. So, our right, patrons this week are... Here we are. We have Onyx. What's good, Onyx? I feel like Onyx has been here and left. I feel like she's coming on. Let me know if this is accurate. Oh, you think? I feel like, unless well, we have two Onyxes. The doors of the church are always open. Okay. Onyx, we have Alexis. Hey, Alexis. Shannon. Shannon. Hey, girl. Welcome to the game. Brooke. Hey, Brooke. Mahome. Mahome. Lola. Lola. And Darielle. Darielle. What's good, Darielle? Hey, Darielle. Okay. Hey, girl. Okay. Thank y'all thank for joining y'all us. Thank y'all so, 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 so much. And again, if you want to join us on Patreon, that information is down in the show notes. It goes down. And just so you guys are no, just so you guys are in the loop, we have extra content coming every week this month on Patreon. For real this time. So hold on to your titties. It's going down. It is. So last week's episode was episode 160. In um, part five of our Frango series entitled Building New Relationships. So the affirmation that we shared was I attract aligned and like-minded friendships. As we grow older, it can be intimidating making new friends, but it's not impossible. Deciding we want to make new friends means shifting our perspective and realizing there, realizing there is nothing to be afraid of. So in part five, we discussed the importance of knowing what type of friendship you're looking for, how to meet and court a new friend, and lastly, how to maintain new friendships. So if you haven't listened to that episode already, make sure you tap in. It's filled with a bunch of goodies. And um, yeah. Are you looking for friends? It's here for you. Yeah, it's here for you. Yeah. That was a good episode. It was. It was good. But here we are this week. <clears throat> we are here this week, the final week of our friendships friend goal series, which has been fun. We're wrapping it up. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are interested in friendship. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That shows how important it is, how much of an integral piece it is in our lives. It is. So um, during this series, a lot of you have written us. You've reached out to us. You've sent us DMs. Um, just giving us your tea and allowing it, allowing us to share it here on the show and give our feedback. So um, we're going to kind of read and respond to one last letter. To wrap up our series, and then we'll just kind of, I guess, candidly talk about our own friendship. Mm. What should we do? I think we should talk about our own friendship first. You think so? <laughs> okay, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, then that's, that'll be our girlfriend gag. Okay. Okay, so what do you want to say? You started off. Ooh, <laughs> the pressure. You started off. Um. Okay, first and foremost, I want to give all glory and honor to God. Oh, my God. <laughs> award acceptance. So we've been friends for... Nine years. Uh, nine years. Nine that years. That went by so fast. So the way it'll we, actually be ten years next year. What's next year? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be oh my god, ten years with this girl. This is an anniversary. We need to celebrate. It's our anniversary. Yeah, it is going to be our friend anniversary. It'll be our friend anniversary. So for uh, for those of you who may not know, because it's not like we say it on every episode, 
me and Germany met in college. The way we met is because we, <laughs> because we're in line sisters. We were in the same sorority and we got paired. Well, not paired, but mm. grouped. Grouped. We got grouped. And some of y'all be wondering what sorority we're from. It's a gang. What could we? <laughs> what the could we claim? We're a Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out, um, Ethel. Yeah. So that's how we met. Mm-hmm. That's how our. That's the the roots of our friendship. And now here we are. Here we are, all these years later. And you know what? We didn't really become super super close. Uh, well, we were really close online during mm-hmm. the pledging process. You need a. You really need an ally. If you've ever. <laughs> you know the and vibes. if you plan to i don't know is pledging still a thing i don't know i i have no idea i, I don't participate i know so uh, I'm, I'm just not. asking yeah um but yeah of course you know you, you know if you know yeah you kind of get really really close with a said person whoever especially your person is. coming coming where we're coming from where i'm from mm-hmm. we have pretty quaint groups we do so you can't get yeah it's with not them. like in the south where there's like a hundred people right there was five of us, y'all. So knit group, close knit group. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, Brittany and I connected damn near instantly. I can't remember a day that I wasn't talking to you. Like, I, I feel like they. On, we talked every day. I know, but I don't remember a day when we like when the, everything first started, when it was like, OK, we in the trenches with it that we didn't talk. I don't remember when it like kind of just we did where we became enmeshed. It was, it. It was from day one. See, thank God. Thank God for a day one, bitch. Yeah, it honestly, was from, truly, it was from day one, and we would talk every night on our drives home mm, because God. we lived in the same. See, this was heaven sent, sent <laughs> from heaven. <laughs> um, Germany and I lived in the same like neighborhood. Yeah. We lived close to each other, so our drive drive home was the same distance. So we would talk to each other. You know, we regroup, would literally recap. pull up down there at the same time. We group rec- recap from the fuckery that happened. You know, <laughs> gang ganging on our way home every night. Someday we would stop. Some nights get we would stop food. and get food, <laughs> and then we'll make it home. So that was just our routine. That was our. Fr- God will send you a friend. <laughs> God will send you a friend. He will. Thank God. He um, will. So we kind of really became close during that process Mm -hmm. but then afterwards it kind of like dissipated a little bit we weren't talking as frequently because of course we were friends based on context that's how we initially became cool yeah like we mentioned when you're in high school and in college there's certain things that will group you with people and when those things are no longer a factor you know what i'm saying the communication will kind of dwindle yeah so we weren't talking as frequently and then i remember i invited you to my birthday and you slid through Mm -hmm. that was like the same year that we like just finished you know we were like neos and then um, I don't know the day. I don't I don't remember the actual time. No, because the thing is, we were still talking. But it wasn't as midst. frequently. It just wasn't every day. I know. Now we talk every day. It just wasn't <laughs> every day. But we were still, it was a friendship there, obviously. Like when we did stuff together as a line, we hung out. It was still that. We were doing that like yeah. maybe every couple months or so. We were. And then, um, yeah. I don't even remember at the point when it was like, damn, I'm with her all the time. I don't know, you know, because it's usually like a little switch that'll flip and it's like, this is my only person I'm hanging out. This is the person I'm mainly calling to do shit with. I think it happened in the summer. In the summer. I yeah. was going to say in the it summer. It was the summertime. Yes. It was the summertime. I think it was Ashley's pool party. Because I was like, you need to come to Ashley's pool party. Like, it's a good time. Because you hadn't been coming. No, and I was I like, you need to, to come. Shit. I don't know. I don't know when I told you, but I was like, you need to come to Ashley's pool party. It's going to be a good time. 
And then you came. That was before you had locked your hair. We were already two peas in a pod there, baby. That we were already two. I've only had these locks. This is year six. Oh, yeah. So we were already two peas. I just hadn't been going to certain functions like that that you were in the streets with it. Yeah, because I was really. In the uh, yeah, streets. but we were already together like all well, the time. Well, I don't know. Well, I just felt like it was a. I don't know when. I it don't was know. a summer. I remember when you were living in Hawthorne. Yeah. Because I remember I pulled up at your apartment and everything. And we went somewhere. You know what? When we went to Kapalua, we were already cool too. That's what I'm saying. We were never not cool. Yeah, it just wasn't a daily communication I know, piece. It never became a daily thing. Yeah, I don't know. Whenever it happened, when it became. When we became, I don't know when we officially became best friends because mm-hmm. it wasn't when we were online. No, it wasn't. And then it was kind of like, are we best friends? Yeah, we're totally besties. Yeah. And it was like, okay, cool. I have a new best friend. And the thing with me is I've never been the type to just make um, people my best friends. Like I have people that are cool. Like we hang out. Sometimes they hang out and hang out with people in spurts. Like mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. my friend, like my close friend, I guess, for so long, four months five months yeah i don't know always had like my best friends well best friend in la which was kayla Kayla, yeah but kayla was kind of living a different life than me yeah yeah yeah. so you were came at a perfect motherfucking (laughs) time because i don't know i would just no you know honestly it wasn't like i was feeling alone i would probably just be have been with my boyfriend because i was in a serious relationship so Mm -hmm. me and him were hanging out like besties like going to functions and you know, just living life. It yeah. was a two in one, a friend and a nigga. Period. We so, love to do a layup and yeah. hit the streets. <laughs> yeah, we were hitting the streets and laying up. Yeah. So I mean, it was working out. But even we we said all the time, even when I have a nigga, the girl, the good girlfriend connection is it's an essential, essential piece. piece for me. It's an essential piece. I can't. I don't want. I can, but I don't want to do like every single thing with my nigga. No, like, no, no. I want to hang out with you and have fun with you, but I also want to like hang out with my friends and have fun with them. So, having a homegirl to just like be available and ready to hit mm-hmm. the streets, be interested in the same things that I'm available in, being similar points in life. Yeah. It's was, it's a similar points in life for me. It's a similar points in because, life because yeah. um. Like I've shared on the pod. Isn't that so funny that we call it the pod? That's what it is. I know. But like I've shared on the pod before, um, I had two best friends who I've been best friends with since adolescent shit. And we were just all in so so different uh, of spaces at the time. So meeting Brittany and us being like our lifestyle reflecting one another like damn near mirroring like okay literally cool. the same and like our boyfriends were cool period i'm like okay this girl ain't got no baby she ain't <laughs> married it don't look like it's happening that time soon exactly no tea no shade but like yeah we in the same it wasn't yeah i'm like we're in the same boat so this is cool like yeah we're gonna be able to go out we're gonna do stuff and it was just like perfect and we had similar Niggas. Damn they're identical uh, niggas too, but mm. hangout styles. Yes. Because we are the life of the party. <laughs> we will say, I will say, uh, we are the life of the party. Yeah, we do have a great time. Come on. People are like, are you guys coming? <laughs> yeah, we have a great time. You feel me? It's going to be a lituation if we're both there. If we're both there, oh, everybody's dancing. We're turning up. We're taking it there. Okay. We're standing on tables. Each and every time. Each and every time. So the friendship definitely felt like. It was definitely easy. It never felt forced. Mm-hmm. It was needed. Oh, shit. Necessary is a key. Very necessary. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know how it happened. It just happened. And I'm grateful because. It's a God. It's a God thing. And we said it all the time. 
And I told That's y'all what I was going to say. It, it it definitely felt feels like it was a God thing because. Because we've been here before and then we came back and did it again. Yeah, but no, more, not because of, yes, that, but because it just happened effortlessly because one, when we, <laughs> when we pledged was like, it's not like lines were just getting thrown um, on all the time yeah it yeah. was kind of like a a unique batch a unique situation it was and i didn't i didn't have any expectations about the line sisters i just knew what i wanted to do same and whatever came along with it i'm like okay it I'll was more st- like take. an individual thing in my mind like i knew that the line sisters were a thing mm-hmm. but i didn't think like i'm gonna get a best friend from this right and, hell no you know none of that but yeah. You yeah. just think you're going to go through the trenches and come out on the other side and then we're going to be done with it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a like you don't have a choice at where we at. You feel me? So I'm like, well, this is what it is. Especially because we were a little older than your typical. Pledges. Pledge. Yeah, we felt like we were so old. We were both 23. Which is an old ass pledge. Which sounds so young now, but back then we were like, we old. We're 23. We shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was what it was and it ended up working out so perfectly. And you know what? Chloe, okay, my homegirl here, Chloesha. She knows, right? So this is the thing. I'm a Libra. Brittany's a Virgo. Okay, I feel like we have. You're the only Libra I, I've been yeah. friends with before. Really? Hmm. I think you don't know any other Libras. I probably know them. I feel like hella Virgo. After I met you, I feel like hella Virgos came around. I'm like, where the fuck have y'all been hiding all my <laughs> whole life? I don't know any other Virgos, like, at all. But mm-hmm. I feel like um, our soul, our spirits are so kindred. Like, we are just so aligned, and um, we just connect so easily. And I don't know if it has to do with the whole sign shit. Like, I'm an air sign. Brittany's an earth sign. That I don't think. You don't think? I don't think it has anything to do with our signs. Aye. Because. What is this you see? You speak of. No, I just think it's just our spirits because like the signs, if you're just going strictly off signs, there's mm-hmm. nothing that says that. It actually says we make great friends. Oh. It actually does. Okay. It actually does. I've probably been gonna... th- got the romantic edge in my mind. Period. I'm like, what are you? Capricorn or <laughs> Taurus. I mean, what you need? Capricorn, Taurus, or Cancer. She Capricorn. Oh, he's a Capricorn. I like. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You haven't even done the friendship work, beloved. Capricorn, Ooh. Taurus, or a Cancer, or her niggas of choice. No, but or they are. Scorpio. Virgo and Libra are good friendship blends. Trust me. And like I said, I don't know if it's because I'm an air sign and Brittany's a Virgo. I mean, an earth sign. It just really works. It does. And you know, go ahead. You go. No, I want to hear what you was going to say. I thought she was going to say something. What I was going to say. I, I don't, don't know. know. But yeah, it does work. It. I think it works because the balance. Yeah, Virgos sure. and uh, Virgos and Libras are total opposites. Although we are similar, I think we feel like kindred spirits because we share the same values. Yeah. It's not like we're the same because we're completely fucking different. We are. We but, really are. <laughs> like we're not the same at all in that regard. But I think that it works because we provide a balance. I don't think I'm like any of, I know that I'm not. All of my friends, are none different. of us are the same. Like I've never met anyone who I felt like, you're Dang, just like you're exactly me. like me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an indicator that whoever, that people who are good friends for you, that doesn't mean like you're exactly the same. I know it's like, oh, they're two peas in a pod. Turn up the same. Right. And it seems easy, but we're not 
the same. No, we aren't. We really but aren't. The balance is what makes the friendship work. Yeah, because we're definitely different. We're very, very different. Like for me, what is it for you? I'm very practical. Yeah, I'm very logical. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm thinking of our difference differences. I <laughs> I feel like you're pretty level headed. Yeah, so I'm very level headed. Um, not to say that you aren't, but Mm-mm. I don't think that I'm not. I think that's what makes our relationship work for sure because things that I am, you're not, and things that you are, I'm not. So it's able to provide varied perspective. And I think that's why I think that because I'm an air sign and you're an earth sign that it works because we are, we are so different. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's that's specifically what I'm speaking to. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't think? No. Yeah. I mean, what are air signs qualities? <laughs> I just think like like what is the air, what are the qualities I I listed the air sign ones practical grounded we like to fix things let me look we like to um, yeah you guys are fixers the Virgoness yeah the Virgoness of you um, we like to take charge let me see you are very taking charge um <laughs> I'm bossy we're like <laughs> the so this says we breeze through life. Uh, we have a live and let live mentality. Um, hold on. With um, mm, no, no, no. Hold up. Wait, hold up. Yeah, I can see the the. Um, since you're more of a risk taker, not like you take some crazy risk because you're not. We're that. flexible. We're sociable. We're pretty good communicators. i think we're definitely different though no i know we're different yeah i know that we're different but it's the it's the value system yeah the aligned value system for me because i think that you can have different personalities but still mesh and get along well Mm -hmm. as long as you have the same values if you had completely different values it wouldn't work even if we were the exact same because i would be like okay this bitch what I'm saying, like, if you had different values, I would not. We would not be friends. We probably wouldn't. We probably wouldn't. But, I mean, thank God that he sent a a solid bitch my way. Because Lord knows I would be out here by myself. I would be out here sad. But what I will say is, you are the yin to my yang. Honestly, truly, yin yang in this thing. I I think so. I think you're like the best part of our friendship. Not the best part, but you know, you're an integral part. Of course, if you weren't here, we wouldn't. We exist. wouldn't have a friendship. What do you we mean? We would. I know. We're equal. But we we are equally important. We are equally important. Thank God. But no, I think I just think about how grateful I am to have such a great friend. Like a lot Seriously. of people doesn't ha- don't have great quality friendships. Where no, it's like you know, I could call this girl for whatever. Um, except in the middle of the night, because sometimes you have your phone on do not disturb. No, I haven't had my phone on do not disturb lately, but my phone does stay on okay, silent. So and when do you ever want to call me in the middle of the goddamn night? If I wanted to, I couldn't because your phone would be on do not disturb. No, it would be on silent. I would most likely be asleep. But Although, you know, in the morning. even if I put my phone on do not disturb, my favorites can get through. Mine can too, and you're one of my favorites. So then it's, it's okay. It's not the D&D, it's the silent. Okay, so then I can get through in the middle of the night. I could call in the middle of the night. Yeah. 
Uh, I know we're going to turn up and we're going to dance. I know that there's space here that isn't judgmental. Um, I, like you said, I think we're different, but we're very much aligned on the core values. And that's what makes our friendship so special. For sure. You know? And you know, I even thought about sore Kayla. Hey, Kayla. <laughs> I hate when you call her sore Kayla. She is. So she is my sore Kayla. And yeah. she is uh, my friend Kayla, too. Yeah. But I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, how beautiful is it that we share, like, a best friend, but we're also cool. Like, we have our own separate relationship, our own separate rapport. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not forced. It's very organic-y. It flows. And I'm like, God, you really did a thing. I think it's a key piece for my intimates to be friends to some degree because mm, mm. the way that I value, one, I don't have a lot of them. Yeah. And so it's really important for well, friends to me are like family. Period. So you need to be getting along with my intimate and feel yeah. some sort of something for them because it's not, it, it will be separate, but there's going to be times where it's going to be combined. I don't want it. You know how sometimes if you combine friend groups, you feel it's a little like stressed cringy. or like tension. It's yeah. like, is everybody going to be okay? I like, know. Is everybody going to feel like I'm tending to them mm. and, you know, everyone's needs are met? I don't like that because it's like, I just want to be able to be myself. Everything's yeah. flowing. Nobody feels left out or like I no none yeah. of that I wanted to all feel like flawless seamless not flawless but seamless uh just but I think another piece that we have working for us is cool. that we all are sorority sisters in the same chapter I know but I don't even think that I think that's just a plus but I think if it can work without that piece no too. I definitely think so but I said what I think we have working for us Oh, yeah. You feel me? So, like, we've been able to bond. If if Kayla was just your best friend and I knew Kayla through you, I would only technically be knowing Kayla when it came time for us to bond over things for you, right? So, my interactions with her would be far and few between. It would be like, oh, Brittany's birthday, Brittany's this, let's plan this for Brittany. Um, they may be far and few, like, but I think But that, not less valuable. No, because, like, let's say, for instance, your boo. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're going to only be interacting when you're involved. But the thing is, it feels seamless. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it feels natural. It feels like, damn, this is like a brother. Because right. it, it's just When a we're vibe. all together, it's a vibe. It feels like a vibe. It doesn't feel like Germany nigga going to come. Right, right, right. <sighs> it doesn't feel forced. But what I'm saying specifically to our friend dynamic is like, I've been able to build a whole separate rapport with Kayla, specifically Kayla, because like, She's my the profile. She's my sore. Right. The common thread. Yeah. It's like we have other things to bond over and it just makes the deal even sweeter because we share a like best friend and we do things outside of the sorority with. You exactly. feel me? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. It's the loving it here. Mm. Yeah. And it really, I'm really, the thing is, we could never not be friends because, <laughs> no. no, seriously, at this point, we're family. We are. Your family is my family. We your are. sister, your mom. <laughs> Everybody. Jack, Jackie. All of us. All of the family is family. Yes. And that's an essential piece, too. I don't think I've ever had an intimate. The other people, whatever. Yeah. But if someone's my intimate, their family is my family. I'm yeah. in the family functions. You know, we'd be like, like to call people second daughter, third daughter, whatever number. Period. You fought other <laughs> daughter. Other daughter. Once Jack said that, he was like, you know, I got my daughters here. I'm like, yeah, Jack. 
we're all here. I'm like, we're here. We are here watching a game, all of us Is together. Is that a black people thing? It has to be. Because I don't know if that's a kinship thing. Like the way we... we quick to call somebody or other whatever we do we do which i love you know what i'm saying that makes us feel like we're never alone it's like i got you i got them because i don't have any family out here and you know what that is really crazy i've been living <laughs> here for 10 years but you do have family here i guess dang, yeah. i've been knowing see it's time be flying because i feel like i met you later in my stay in la but i guess it wasn't that much later no i've been living here for over 10 years i don't have any blood biological, family here biological, biological family here mm -hmm. but i've never felt alone holidays yeah. have come i only been going home on thanksgiving up until last year when my mom came here that's when i knew we were family <laughs> once my mom is coming to my friends coming out here to come to my friends for a, a holiday like thanksgiving yeah <laughs> like it was a thing on. i'm like yeah but, we're, um, we're a unit but like there's been there's been several I never go home. I've never gone home for Christmas. I'm always at Graham's house. My other best, Kayla's grandmother, great, no, grandmother, mm -hmm. not great, regular grandmother. You be at Graham's for most, like, a lot of the holidays. Like, yeah, yeah, even the minor holidays. Yeah. So I've never, this whole time I've been here, I've never felt alone. And God is good. So God is good because of that. Because imagine the family piece is essential. For I me. know. Even my mom be like, is Brittany coming? to I'm like, mom, we can stop asking. She'd be like, make sure you make sure. I'm like, what, for family night? Period. <laughs> I'm like, my nigga, this stands. I'm like, the Wednesday is a standing function. Everybody knows about it. She's like, Brittany's coming, right? Okay. Did you tell B? Because one time, I think it was what like happened? a few months. It was a while back ago. It was when we first started family night. I didn't tell you. Remember? Remember? <laughs> I don't think I initially told you, but I ended up telling you after work. My mom was like, you told B about family night, right? And I was like, nigga, it wasn't even called family night at the time. I was like, it was just I was like, I didn't over. know my bad. She's like, well, you know, I talked to her today and we was talking about something else and I didn't even get a chance to tell her and I don't want her to think. And I'm like, mom, oh, no, <laughs> it's simple. That. I'm like, it's simple. Just tell her to come. But now I know that it's a thing. So now, now if I didn't know. Period. You'd be like, oh, so y'all did the family night and you didn't tell me. Right. It's a thing. Yeah. No, no, no. No, God is good. He is He good. is so good. Blessed be he is. the Lord. Hey, Bookies. We got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. 
Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story, but now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know. NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling, but with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? 
dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right, no fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. But the thing is, I only have two intimate, so. Girl, I only got one. <laughs> and you talking about two? I only got one, okay? I only have one. I only have one. Yeah, it's a little scary because. No. No, I'm not even going to get there because, you know, I'll get yeah, to Yeah, she'll start crying. Yeah. <laughs> My boo-boo baby is slowly starting to turn into an intimate. Well, I feel like it. I think your significant other is supposed to be an intimate. I know. He's turning my, into one. My last significant. My last significant other was an intimate. Yeah? Like, yeah, shit. We were always hanging <laughs> out. Yeah. Um, It was like a, a... I feel like an intimate is like... Yeah, what do you label personally as an intimate? Okay, I label personally as an intimate someone that... I talk to all the time, not surface. Yeah. Ins and outs. Go to hangout. Uh huh. Dependable. Period. Um, familial. Mm hmm. Drinking, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking, dancing, just really, a combo. Yeah, a consist consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Um, for sure, somebody I could talk to transparently, you know what I'm saying? Just have honest, open conversation. For sure, we got to be going out places. Like, yeah, that's the key piece. We have to be doing things together, building. Um, we have to be sharing intimate moments. There has to be air, um, moments of like introspection and growth that allows for us to stretch. So, whatever that looks like, you know, whether you're in a significant relationship. The stretch piece is key. And yeah. also, a space for me to be honest because I'm sorry, finish. No, no, no. <laughs> Finish. Yeah, I think those things. And, and honestly, even saying it now, I'm sometimes I'm kind of fearful to say, I don't know if we're going to get to the girlfriend gag, actually, y'all. Right. Um, sometimes I'm a little afraid to call uh, like my boyfriend, my best friend, especially when it's new. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because there is such a duality there. There's an intersection. And I don't want to negate the fact that he is my romantic partner or my lover mm -hmm. without also holding space and acknowledging that he's also my friend. Right. You know, but not to say that we would be friends without the romantic piece because I also am not naive. You feel me? Yeah. Because we didn't start off friends. There was always interest there. So it's always been romantic. But in the in the time of us building this romantic bond, 
a friendship has also been forged. So I do want the best for him. Like we talk, you, you know what I'm saying? Like there's just that dynamic there, both for there's space for both to exist. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I'm scared to be like, yeah, I think he's one of my best friends. Cause you already know how we get when it's like time to say he's my best friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't want to say you're my best friend. Right. It just kind of, it could kind of get a little icky, a little weird and sticky. I know, but some really sometimes that's what just, that's what happens. I know. And I feel like over this time period that we've been dating, it has kind of evolved, evolved in that. I talk to him multiple times a day. Yeah. Um, we go places, we do things. The best part is that he loves my friends and my family like his own. Key piece for me. That's a key piece for me too. Like the thing is with my significant other, they are heavily intertwined into my friendships. It's not just like, I'm not the type that's like going to be a hermit with just my man. Right. Because there's multiple no things fun. that we can do as a group. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's stuff that we do alone, whatever. But you're, you need to be comfortable with, around my friends. I want them to like you. I want you to like them. Yeah. And so that's a key piece for me. That's a key piece for I me I haven't too. had any issues before. But if that if that was an issue moving forward, that's been an issue for me, and that's why, probably why I didn't feel as fulfilled. Are you serious? Yes. Come on. Don't when was that do issue? that. When was that issue? In my last LTR, I'm trying oh. to. You know, I be trying to be like integrate him into my friend groups. Okay, but and, it's not that he didn't like him, like them though. No, no, no. The family thing was different, but there was definitely a division between like my friends and my family. Just, it was like, I'm hanging out with the family because I don't have a choice. And, you know, we all gang gang. I don't know you forever. And it is natural at this point. But for somebody to newly come in and click up with your family like that, where it hasn't been a history thing that makes them connect to your family and attach to your family versus like just a genuine uh, connection is different. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just like we don't know each other forever. Like you keep bringing them around. So, of course, we can all be cool. Right. I'll, I'll, you know, as opposed to like, no, we really fucking with him. Right. Like then it's like, we're all really a squad. Yeah. So yeah, I've had that in the past where it's been difficult and I'm like, dang, I really wish you just wanted to hang out with my friends. No, I don't. It can't be difficult for me. Right. And this has been so easy. So maybe he is my bestie. Cause you know, I've been itching to go on um a vacation <laughs> with a group. Oh yeah. A group vacation for sure. We running it's out a of hybrid. We're running out. I can't wait till Brittany finds her bay. The bay gonna find me. Well, when he finds you, I'll be finding the destination location. I'm like, actually, I'll probably leave that to you and just send my money over. Damn, I got a coordinator the whole group. <laughs> I'm hoping the nigga does it. Whoever, I'll be like, let me Venmo like, you my money, James. Imagine that. I'm- I just gave him a name, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, James, do you got that? Not James. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's call him like he is. James. I'm hoping that he's a planner as well. He probably will be. Because if he's a planner, then all I got to do is say, just send me your money. I'm going to hand it over to him. He's already. Yes. Come on, write it down and make it plain. Goals, because I'm tired of planning stuff. Oh, really? I mean, I'm actually not, but. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> damn, you tired. <laughs> You're tired. I was thinking, damn, maybe I should take the reins. No, no, I'm actually not tired. It's just that that would just really be a chance for me to breathe. Like if I if I'm confident in somebody being able to like really plan something, execute it, they're doing it willingly. Yeah. And it just comes out amazing. See, little shit like that. I'm an access service girl. So little shit like that would really make me be like wet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wow, this man is sent from heaven. If he can, if he's willing to plan it, 
and it's great. Mm-hmm. What type of niggas have I been dealing with? I know the fake fraud part time. No, and fraud. the thing is, no, then, I mean, I'm not gonna act like nobody's ever planned something and it hasn't been executed because it has. Mm-hmm. Like, but just few and far between. But, but uh, I think it's just different. I think it's different from planning something for me for us and planning something for a group. Like that takes a different skill set. Yeah, for yeah, sure, definitely. Cause uh, it, it's different. Well, I've only had one thing planned for me. <laughs> Dead ass. Only one thing that I remember being planned. Halfway planned. But is that something that you desire? Do you desire plans no, to be made? No, honestly, for me, yes. You don't have to do it for a whole group. And um, I just need your willing to willingness to participate. That's it. Like your willingness to go, to be engaged. to. So even if they didn't plan it, as long as they were willing, willing to participate, that's cool for you. Mm-hmm. And if every on on special time on occasions where it's special, like my birthday, then yeah, plan something then. But if it's like, yeah, babe, whatever you want to do, I'm down with. Like, send me your money. Once coin is sent, I don't give a damn who plans it. <laughs> Shit, just say you want to do it. That works because I've gone so long where somebody's saying mm-hmm. they don't want to do it. Like, nah, I'm cool. Just the willing willingness to want to do it is period because you. it pleases me. It's pleasing to me. Touch me, tease me. Please me. Yeah. That's it on that. So, yeah, I, I like, it's not, it's not a necessity or a deal breaker if they don't plan anything, mm-hmm. but I know that that would really turn me on if something oh. wasn't planned. Oh. Not, I'm not talking about just for me. Things have been planned for me. But, like, if they had the capabilities of really executing <laughs> something for a group. I, I can just, just imagine you and your that's savage my practical by Fenty. ass. Like, she had the skills. This savage by Fenty, you would be in that. You plan this trip for a group, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my Ooh. God, Brittany. No, I really would. Oh, I, I would know. have all the looks like okay, on Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to wear the hot pink. Because you planned this trip. That <laughs> is Sunday, hilarious. I'm going to be hanging off the balcony at the green. Yes. The Molly. Yeah. And, um, what was Molly's boo-boo's name? Oh, girl, I thought she'd be off of Molly. I'm like no. the Molly <laughs> couple with the Savage by Fenty. Hold up. Shoddy off of Molly. No, 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 no. The when, Molly and Andrew. Molly and Andrew. When she was like, first, you're going to have to eat this ass. Remember, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Molly. Yeah, she blew it. Yeah. She really blew it. <sighs> so, yeah, I'm thankful for your friendship in a nutshell. After talking about friend goals, this whole, what, the last six weeks, I will say that I'm glory to God. For You're that definitely our else. friend goal. This whole 10 years, you've never done anything to make me question your friendship. <laughs> Thank God. And that. <laughs> Thank God. Is likewise. iconic. Likewise. Likewise. Because, you know, people really be out here moving crazy. And it's sad to see. And it's hurtful. Yeah. But they'll show your true colors shining through. You've literally never done anything. Wow. <laughs> Thank goodness. And for that, you deserve an award. Thank you. If there was an award, if I had an award, I would present you with an award. Because <laughs> you deserve it. You just gave me my flowers. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You deserve it. Thank you. Likewise. Likewise. So let's go to our letter. Let's get into it. You Honestly, guys, we're going to, I mean, with any series and with anything, honestly, you can just send your feedback, your questions, your comments, your concerns to contact at theblackgirlbravado.com, and we will gag about it here on the show. It just so happens that we've been getting tons of shit about friends. I know. So, anyways. 
My, this is long, so hold on to your titties. It is. So my overall question is, when does reoccurrence of conflict become too much with a close friend? Too much hot, then cold, too many heated text conversations, too many basketball wives meetups. No, that was funny. I was weak at that. <laughs> I'm dropping the backstory for y'all below. Okay, let me skip that part. I've had this friend for four years now. I met her in college. We were placed together as roommates in the student apartment. We've been close since I can remember, but maybe 2019 is when I truly considered her an intimate. We have had a good four years for the most part, but 2020 has not been kind to us. It's been a roller coaster. We became real roommates in 2019 in our first post-grad apartment. We graduated college in 2018 and decided to get an apartment together due to not finding anything in our budget individually. She's 24. I'm turning 25 this month. So this month. So here it is. Early March. A group of our close guy friends, a random guy that our friends invited, myself and my roomie were hanging out having a game night. It was great. And I decided to go to sleep because I had work the next day. Long story short, I happened to wake up because one of my loud ass homeboys. I hear the conversation and I don't like it. They were bringing up college drama, our terrible Miami spring break trip, and saying all of my roomies' friends are essentially terrible in hoes. Mm. Although they did say I am one of her realest friends. I heard one guy friend say that I'm not a hoe. I just like having sex a lot. Okay. That probably could have been left out. Right. <laughs> like, the fuck? <sighs> Which is crazy to me that a group of group of men would sit around gossiping like women in my house. See, exactly. It's my house. They discuss body counts, discuss everyone's business, especially friend A, and even two friends who slept in her bed. One is friend A, while she was on vacation two years ago in college. Are you following? Right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she's buddy-buddy with these ladies today. Even went on vacation with one a month before this. The bed situation was horrible. She never gained clarity because she did not go straight to them. She kind of let the rumors guide her, nor did she tell them how she felt. Back to the game night. I did not hear my roommate say anything to her friend's defense or even mine. So she's just sitting up there while the Listening. niggas are kicking. Yep, that's what it sounds like to me. That bothered me to my core. I made up my mind I was going to say something once the guy we did not know left. I walked in my living room and told my roomie and the close guy friend that I did not like the conversation, did not trust them, and they should choose better things to talk about. We are past college. Why are y'all still talking about it? Like, what else do y'all think about when I'm not around? What else do y'all talk about when I'm not around? Anywho, guy friend gets loud and calls me out of my name several times, and he's mad aggressive. I'm low-key scared, so I grab his belongings because he was because he was going to stay the night, and I drop it outside my door. Tell him to go, and I locked my door. He's mad because I said I cannot trust him. Calls me a bitch, says I'm delusional, telling me to shut the fuck up, all kinds of stuff. So here are the key takeaways that she gathered from this event. You got it? You can get it. Okay. So, first red flag. Rumi runs to her room doing this little heated argument. I find her on the phone with a mutual girlfriend. Let's call her friend B. My first thought is, why call her? Like, why the fuck did you not tell this young man to leave? The Clearly, young man. it's getting fired up. Too much. 
Second red flag. I call a little sit down like a week after this goes down. I invite Rumi, friend B, and friend A into our living room. Basically, so we can just all talk. This was an absolute waste of time. I'm getting pissed because as we are all talking and expressing ourselves, my roommate is rolling her eyes. She's, she's looking down most of the time. She's texting. And even when the girls asked her twice, does she have anything to say? She says, no, sis. The no, sis. I would have been like, girl, goodbye. Goodbye, good night. So essentially, friend A, friend B, and I get all, get our feelings out, although I'm a little aggressive because I'm a, upset. They leave. We go to our rooms, close our doors, unsettled. Third red flag. I could not determine what to do as far as our friendship because I called the first little sit down and she did not use the opportunity to communicate. So I legit did not say anything for two weeks. Meanwhile, she goes all the way home. Home is at least a four hour drive and sends me a I'm sorry while on the road. Literally like that. I'm not fucking with that. But after but after a night out with friends, I responded appreciated. Fourth red flag. After a stiff two weeks around the house, hearing mutual friends creating their own versions of what happened, she unfollows me and friend A. Fifth red flag. I'm at work minding my business when a mutual friend lets me know that Rumi put her roommate uh, put her room up for sublease on a social media page. I'm <laughs> She's pissed. She's like, I gotta get the fuck out. Yeah. I gotta get the fuck out. I'm pissed, but I play it off like, oh, okay. First thought was to get work, get off work and charge her up, the charger of the Drake. But I call a family member and vented. I'm an emotional, angry person on my way home and then just went to sleep on it. I wake up and decide to end the two weeks of cringe going on in our home because it's simply going zero to 100 nigga, real, real quick. quick. I asked to talk the next day. We talk about, but her reasoning for trying to get out of her lease was, I figured we'd still be friends, but maybe we just weren't good roommates. And I just didn't like the energy. I wanted to come home to a place of peace. It baffled me how someone could handle something like a child, for a lack of better word. She says she even went to the apartment to ask the process of subleasing and tells me that the other person would have to pass a background check, a credit check, and meet me as if she lined up all her ducks in a row or something. Girl, bye. I just would never. I would never place my close friend with a random ass person. I sit this damn lease out. We only have five months. Like an adult, unless anything got physical. Anywho, I let her know my feelings. I let her know that she ran from the issue in my eyes. I told her since I've known her, all I know, all I know is that she runs from conflict and instead of addressing it, she's n she's not very direct and let's just overall and let's just overall handle shit go oh and let's just overall handle shit going Mm. better going forward yeah sorry i've been drinking wine meaning coming to me that same week you feel offended do not text me paragraphs do not do the all that unfollowing unless you done done meet up with me or call me let's work on it let's really handle all this like friends should i'm willing i i will also i will also keep working on my attitude I get so bothered when people are being passive and not direct with me because I feel like if I'm being open and genuine with you, why can't you? So usually once I feel like people are acting like children, children, I'm triggered by the time people are ready to talk. Between April to August, it was great. We had so many heart to hearts expressing our expectations with friends, family, and men. I consider her my intimate. Y'all kill us with the intimate. <laughs> the intimate has taken on a life of its own. Mm -hmm. She says, I consider her my intimate because I truly feel like we share the same values. We uplift each other, encourage each other. We are vulnerable often with each other. We enjoy doing some of the same things. We are really there for each other. When things are good, 
it's great. But when things are off, it literally feels like I do not know this girl. I have even, I have even told her this and she agreed. Go, Brittany. <laughs> Most recently, this is August. We moved out of our apartment on good terms. So the lease was up five months, right? Mm -hmm. So they moved out of the apartment. Even She even created her a basket of essential apartment stuff with a cute note saying, I'm always around the corner. We got drunk while out with a bunch of friends and ended up at her new place. Basically, to make this shorty stork, I walked to her bathroom and had sex with my ex on the floor. Hold on. He kind of took a turn. Said, <laughs> well, oh. How did the ex? Why? She texted me a whole. She said her and her ex were drunk. She texted me a whole two weeks later asking if this happened. I was irritated because she still wasn't using her words. And I did not and I did not feel like we should really be having this sort of conversation over something that could have been handled the next day. Girl, I am using okay. my words. How many, okay. many hold on, homegirl, sister, homegirl. How many more words do I I'm have to use? I'm going to read the rest of this, but. We coming back to that part. We going to come back. Okay. She texts, hey, girl, how are you? We should get some drinks soon. I reply, okay, cool. Just let me know when. Then text me the next day. I'm sorry. I don't want to offend you, but I can't let my mind settle without asking. Did something with you and blank happen at my house? By this time, it never crosses my mind that she's asking what she's asking because I truly did not believe someone would be upset at someone having drunk sex on their bathroom floor. So I thought she was asking if we got into an argument or something. I respond, no, we are good. Why would I be offended? Once she finally opens her mouth and asks, did y'all have sex at my house? I respond, I'm not offended. Yes, we did. I'm sorry if you feel offended or disrespected. It was not intentional. It was in the moment and I was drunk. It was on the floor. I did not think a floor would bother anyone, but given your past trauma, I should have thought. I should have used whatever cognitive skills I had at the moment. But I'm bothered you are talking to me about something that happened two weeks ago. Um. I also asked, who did she talk to? I said, because I know you, you'll talk about something for a few weeks to a few people before you finally ask the culprit. I've seen it happen and I just hate it. If y'all sitting around trying to figure out if I did something, I'll address everyone because this is not the kind of thing we need to have long, drawn out conversations about. Anywho, she did not like that. She responds, you did this. You did that. You don't get to the, you don't get to the culprit. Culprit. That's what you sound like. But thanks for the apology, though. Apology, though. The back and forth comes to an end, and I realize that I did not like the nature of where this was going, so I asked to meet up or call her. She replies, we really good. I asked, are you sure? She says, yes, for real. Skip forward a whole two weeks. She comes to a friend B birthday dinner and is just quiet. On her phone, not really engaging. So I take it upon myself to break the ice, and I just ask, ask did you order anything? And I talk to her about the move out fees. That's all. Dinner is over. So I text her. Hey, I just, wanted, I just want you to know I'm here and I'm present. I'm not letting time pass because I am mad or anything, but I'm giving you space. Then she says, I'm really good. I was probably just being my same old weird self because I did not know what I was walking into, but we are really good. Skip forward. It's been two to three weeks since the last interaction and we have not talked. Have y'all ever had this many ups and downs with one friend? Is this something that lessens with age? Is this a growth spurt? Should I reach out again or just move on? I know last episode was covering moving on, but how do y'all typically move on from an intimate? Do you really need to schedule a meetup to tell a friend y'all not friends no more? Sorry this is so long. Maybe it's all stupid and petty, but I'm just confused and would love y'all's perspective. Sincerely, a confused-ass homegirl. <sighs> so 
So it was long, but it was detailed. Thank you so much for all the context. It was yeah, it was it very was well written. It was like a paper for real. Um, first off, this beat bang. Keeping the two versions with you, you need to take some accountability, sister girl. Yeah. The um, sex on the floor? It doesn't matter when she decided to address that you had sex on her floor with your ex. If she was uncomfortable with that, whether it took her two weeks, two months, you should have been accountable and been like, my bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if that offended you, I'm completely sorry. All that who you were talking to, da 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 da, is kind of irrelevant because it was offensive to her for you to have sex on her bathroom floor Period. with your ex nigga. Yeah. And I don't even think the fact of, um, like, the way she said it or, like, her using her words, like, if I'm at, maybe maybe it's not in me to just be brash and be like, so did y'all fuck? Right. Maybe I'm trying to hope that you tell me. Yeah. Um, if I'm asking you, did something happen with y'all? Like, uh, girl, what happened in my house? Yeah. If I'm saying what happened at my house. Then and you know that something happened. You at know my it's house? not pretty normal to be fucking on my floor. <laughs> so you know I'm probably asking about the sex that was yeah. had on my floor. And um, I don't know how old you are, little sister. I don't know how old you are. Um, or sister. Well, you said big, big sister. Yeah, so I don't she- know exactly how old you are. Um, but that's something I would definitely be mindful of. I would be considerate of not fucking on my friend. And I don't know. Maybe that's the type of person I am. But if I'm hot and bothered like that, I'm going to be like, let's take it to the house. Mm-hmm. Take it to the house. And maybe I'm a stiff bitch. <laughs> but I probably wouldn't be fucking on Britney's floor. Yeah. Probably. In her new apartment. Honey, on my, in my new <laughs> the apartment. Break-in. <laughs> the break-in. Right. Breaking in my shit. Or, or your shit, rather. But this is, this is pretty. Oh, she's, um, she's turning 25 this month. And this was sent and in September. And the fridge 24. Okay. So you're 25. So there's still a lot of, a lot of maturing. You know, yeah, still, that's for sure some young shit. Yeah, I mean. Because sometimes when you're that age, I've done some. Reckless shit. Not a friend's home. So if any friends, if any of my <laughs> friends are listening, I've never fucked in your home. No. But, I mean, I've done some young ass shit too. I yes. mean, I'm not going to say it, but I was really, really young. But that's neither here nor there. So again, this this has some layers. And the main questions that you're asking us is, have we ever had this many ups and downs with a friend? Is this something that lessens with age? I think the more that you um, develop the friendships that you have and learn each other, and there's a mutual respect and understanding and compassion and empathy, then maybe these types of ups and downs will lessen. I think for sure some things like this happening for me, all this conflict that I'm really good, the black and back and forth at this big age would be uh, it's a no for me. Yeah, same. Like it shouldn't be all of this. It should not be all of this. And like we said, friendships, they have stages. You grow out of them. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what happened. Maybe you guys were great for college. Maybe you were great roommates at one point. But now there's been a transition. And you don't like the way she communicates, which is causing conflict, because as soon as she presents something to you, you don't like it. You don't like the way it's presented. You're, she's not using her words. Um, she's talking amongst other people. That's not something that you really get down with. So you just have to make use some discernment and make an executive decision on is this someone that I can really see myself being long-term friends with? Because as long as you don't like the way that she communicates and she doesn't like the way that you behave or whatever the case is, yeah, then there's going to, I feel like there's going to continue to be some 
There's definitely some friction some, in your friendship. Yeah. Or and whatever it is. Definitely some tension. I mean, she's attempted to sublease the apartment. You guys don't communicate very effectively. Yeah. You feel me? Y'all ain't speaking the same language. No. I, 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 and this, you appear to be a little more aggressive than she is. Yeah. She also said that she she's needs a to work more on docile. her attitude. She's a little more docile. So, yeah, maybe this is a growth spurt that you guys are going through. And, and maybe you don't need to be as a... Uh, close meaning as living together and shit like that well they're not yeah i mean that's for sure because you can't live with all the homegirls um and i don't know if you should reach out again i wouldn't i don't think you should because you guys don't communicate the same at this point i mean it doesn't seem like anything that she says is gonna like meet you where you are you don't like the way she's talking and she was like, do you need to schedule a meetup to tell a friend that you're not friends anymore? No, that's not an essential piece for me. The closure. Now, honestly, you probably won't get that. Friendships are so much different than relationships. Like, they they have this different technique. And although we talked about finding a new friend and da- and using it as you would dating, the breakup process is way different. Mm-hmm. It, there is way different. You know, sometimes we're looking, well, all the time, we're looking for these relationships to end on, like, a mutual note like okay you agree that we're going separate ways friendships aren't like that and i feel like she's already told you where she stands she has so you have to accept it you have right. to accept it that it's just not a vibe right now and maybe it'll come back around and it'll be a vibe later on but um right now it's not looking good it's not it's not looking good and i don't usually um when it, truth be told keeping the two virgils i moved on from an intimate last year and there was no conversation it was a kind of a, a, a slight conversation it's the typical conversations that usually happen like it's no bad blood yes but it's not the this friendship's over but no, it's just yeah. like actually the read be- between the lines yeah i've never said it's no beef but i'm where i'm at and you where you are if i plan to mend the friendship and be cool with somebody and speak to them often i've never used the words i'm good with you with, with Brittany. And then we, because even Reconcile. if he did say I'm good, the thing is the behavior would change. And I will say all that we would need to know. If we're not talking, if there's no efforts to hang out. Yes. Then. We're not intimates anymore, beloved. Yeah. We're severing it. So um, definitely do some reflecting. Like you said, there has to be some ownership on, on your end. Um, and maybe y'all just not a vibe. It's not a good fit anymore. You just got to, this sounds like something where she needs to move on, where you need to move on. Right. And it doesn't mean it's a permanent move on. But for right now, unless someone, either one of you is really willing to make some sort of a change, I don't really foresee. I feel like with their changes, it would be um, character changes. That's what I'm saying. Which is difficult. No, no, no. Like, I feel like innate personality changes. Mm, You feel me? Yeah. And I don't feel like that's going to transpire. I don't know how how she is, but she seems like a little more docile, maybe a little more reserved. Maybe she's not as direct. And this friend, our homegirl who wrote us, the confused-ass homegirl, is very direct, very aggressive. Not aggressive in a bad way, but kind of knows what she wants to say. Straightforward to the point. Yeah, straightforward. And it's creating tension. So I feel like innately who you guys are as people would have to change. Yeah. When you decide to be someone's friend or intimate, it's just basically accept, accepting them for for who they are. 
we acknowledged so earlier in this episode me. that Germany and I are completely different. I don't want you to be more. I don't want you to become more like me. I want you to be exactly who you are. When Thank we, you. <laughs> when we entered a friendship, it's basically us saying, you be just like that. I be just like this. And it works for us. Yeah. If I wanted you to be more anything or you wanted me to be more anything, that would create the friction and mm. lack of flow because it's like, you know what, you could have do this, but can you just do that? Can you just do a little bit more of this? Can you just do a little bit more of that? And it's like, bitch, no. I actually cannot. I can't. Do I you can want to only... be my friend like this or not? Yeah, that's what I feel like is being done here. You can be my friend. This will work out perfectly if you did said thing, if you responded this way, the way that I respond. So maybe this is a learning ex experience. Maybe there's Back growth the here. Back to the like relating friendships to romantic relationships, mm -hmm. something that I've learned. Tell them what you've learned. <laughs> something I learned in life is because in the past we will like, well, I would like see people for their potential, what they for what they could be, what they could do. But now I'm like, I see how you show up and I determine if that works for me or not. If it does, cool. Like, yes, you're showing them exactly how I like. This is cool. It's not like if you just did that, we would be perfect. It's how it's how you're showing up now. Does that work for me? And then deciding on if I want to be an active participant or not. So I think you need to apply that same principle to friendships. We're not trying to change people. It's mm -hmm. just is how you're showing up. Does this work for me? Yes. Okay, cool. Great. You're perfect. If not, then okay, that's cool, too. We can't fuck with each other. And it's okay. It's really okay. I feel like there's so much like we get so boggled down and like hard on ourselves when it's like, hey, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. It hurts. And we talked about friendship breakups in the past. The shit sucks. But this is a part of growing up, beloved. Some it people is. you're not going to fuck with. It won't be a lifelong thing. You won't be sitting around and your titties are sagging and you're talking about your kids together. It's I okay. Know. It is. But we will be. But the quicker that you... <laughs> The quicker that you realize that and like make space, you will allow for people who are aligned with you yes. to come in and yeah. feel that. You can space. hold space for them. Yeah. And she'll find the perfect friend for her. And everybody will be much happier. You ain't got to be woken up out of your sleep. People talking shit about how you just want to fuck. That's right. what she said. I, I know she did. <laughs> I would be like, hold on. They talking about me in my house? Wait, hold up. Get the fuck out. A lot going on here. Yeah. So prayers. Prayers. Maybe it's a grow. It feels like a growth spurt. It for sure does. Call it it up. So, uh, I don't know. I guess. Well, I do know. That wraps up our friendship series. <laughs> That's that on that. It was fun here. I loved it here. Yeah, same. Send us some on our comments on Instagram. You can email us some new series or topic suggestions you would like for like for us to cover. We're always open to take suggestions. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Instagram. Share the content on social media. Yep. Share it with your friends. Do all of that good stuff. We tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Period. And I guess we'll see you all next week. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.